You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about managing seasonality, both in your business and in your life. So this is just a solo cast you got me today. And I've been thinking about this topic a lot lately. I was actually recently uh, speaking with a fellow small business owner and they had asked me about goal setting, which I love talking about goal setting, um, but it can be, there's a lot of layers to it. And so naturally I said, you know, it it depends on what you want. Um, and it also depends very much on the seasons of your business and of your life. And so that's something that I think we should keep in mind is our seasons. And, you know, what what do I mean when I say seasons? So for anybody who's been running a business for a while or just been working in business for a while, you know that there's seasons that exist in your business. There's seasonalities, you know, like agencies tend to be slower in the summer. Anyone who works in retail goes crazy in Q4. Um, you know, what are the summers, what do summers look like for uh, moms or for kids or et cetera, when kids are out of school, like there's just all kinds of seasons when it comes to the work that we do. Um, but one of the things that I think that we fail to consider as much is the seasons of our life. So I just finished reading uh, the book, 10 Times is Easier Than Two Times by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And for those who have been listening to me for a minute, I love everything. Well, I shouldn't say everything, but I love the way that Dan Sullivan thinks and I I love his books. Uh, And so I just finished reading this book. And one of the quotes that I, I like to listen to audiobooks and then I pause them and I make notes in my notes app on my phone. So I have this whole library of book notes. So I paused the book and I documented this. Um, He said, he said, goals don't kill entrepreneurs, timelines do, or the deadlines that we put on ourselves do. And that just really resonated for me because I love setting goals. I set a lot of big goals. Some of them are quite arbitrary and irrelevant in many cases. Um, and I have to check myself because sometimes I think I get carried away with goal setting and, and I think it's worth, um, discussing because if we're trying to have as entrepreneurs, if we're trying to have the ultimate flexibility and autonomy and ownerships of our lives, then what is the balance between the goals we set for ourselves and the timelines we associate with them? So one of the things this book also talks about is it says like, okay, so so often we talk about goals in terms of income or revenue, et cetera, because that's easy to measure. So let's just start with that as an example. Whatever you are making right now, think back to a time when you made one-tenth of that, right? And the exercise they talk about in the book is, okay, so what were the big leaps that you had to take to get from one-tenth of where you are now to where you are now? Okay, great. Now, what would it take to make 10 times what you're making right now? Okay, so what are the big leaps that will it will take you to, you know, get to that 10 times from what you have now? And, you know, initially, so if if you were say making so let's just say you're making $100,000 now and then you're 
10 times is a million. And it's like, oh my God, that a million dollars a year, that's a lot of money, right? And some people are making that and some people will never make that. And some people uh, need to set the goal to make that. But that can be really intimidating. And uh, as I was thinking about that, I was like, well, I definitely like that wouldn't be a good idea to try to grow that fast in a year or two years. And then I started thinking to myself, I was like, why am I putting these arbitrary deadlines on this? Like, could I make a million dollars, you know, just using that as an example in my lifetime, like in, in a year's time, probably, but it's not going to be next year or the year after that, but it's probably a lot sooner than I think it is. And so what I realized is I start putting these timelines on myself um, and there's no real reason to them. But the reason that it should be is it should be supporting the seasons of my life, right? And so that's what I think we need to think about when we're setting goals and timelines for ourselves is not necessarily the goals and timelines for our business, but we need to start with our life. So for me, as I as I took a look back and I think about my personal journey, we'll scroll back a couple of years. In 2016 is when I started my agency, Brainchild Studios. Then in 2017, at the very end of 2017, I moved from Chicago back up to Wisconsin. In 2018 and 2019, I was focused on getting myself established in Wisconsin and then building out my team. In 2020, I bought a house. In 2021, I got engaged. I doubled my team and then I crashed and burned and realized I didn't want to run my agency anymore. In 2022, I got married. I shrunk my team by like 70%, tripled my profits and then closed down my agency. And now here we are in 2023 when I started the 100 Collective. We're full force with Ray 9, um, which I have found myself that I'm kind of back in the startup world, which I had not quite expected, but okay. And now we are looking to start a family. And so, you know, I think about that and it's like, okay, for for a lot of that, it's like this year, this year, this year, this year, maybe I've got 18 to 24 months in there somewhere, but those seem to have been my seasons in a lot of different ways. And my question is like, where, for me at least, is like, where is the season that things start to slow down or we get a chance to catch up? And I just want to call it like, that looks different for everybody. You know, you might have seasons within your year. That actually sounds pretty healthy. I think that's great. Um, You might have year to year or years to years, you know, maybe it's big chunks of time, right? And then I've started to think, you know, that maybe there are like, I was just reading this Harvard Business Review article that I thought was really cool. And they call them like revolution and evolution stages. And for me, I feel like it's like revolution or like the building of your business phase or stage or year, years, and then the evolution or the running of your business years and, or phases, you know, like that might be a year. It might be two or three years, might be five years. It might be six months. Um, And then like, at what point do you get to, you know, reap the rewards of the work that you did? So I know for me, I love to build. And that's something that brings me great joy. But uh, personally, I've realized like, I love doing this, but I need a break so that I can 
you know, reap the rewards of the things that I've built instead of just continuing to build and build and build and build and build and build and build, which can be exhausting, even though it's super fun. Um, where's the time that we get to just run it? Right. So, um, yeah, that's something that I've been thinking about. So I think it also boils down to, again, as we come back to our seasons and we should be looking at the seasons of our life, I think it comes back to what do we want, right? What do we want? And we should be utilizing our businesses to help make the dreams that we want come true. But it's hard to do that if we don't know what we want first. And so that's a big question, a simple question, but a big, heavy question that um, I ask pretty much everybody that I work with. And some people, some people know, most people have no idea. And a lot of people have never thought about it and, and or no one has ever asked them. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I don't know what I want either. Okay, well, that's fine. You're not alone. Um, but I would say, take some time to think about it. And then I would also say, what are the timelines that you are either consciously or subconsciously associating with those things that you want? And are they relevant or are they irrelevant? So again, I, I'm super guilty of setting a lot of arbitrary timelines for myself. And then I unnecessarily stress myself out. <laughs> so that's something I'm working on. Um, but there are definitely timelines that matter, right? Like if you want to achieve certain things by certain times in the future, then you got to back up and, and figure out what you need to do now in order to get there. Um, so yeah, I would just ask yourself, you know, what, what are the things that you want? What do I want? And what are the actual timelines or deadlines, et cetera, associated with those things? And what are the ones that I'm just putting on myself for no real reason? Um, so yeah, that that's something that I found to be a point of reflection. You've asked for it, so I'm building it. I've taken the feedback I've received over the last year regarding our in-person workshops and retreats, and I'm building out a masterclass for women looking to leave corporate and launch their own consulting business. I know most of you are planners, so you're not looking to jump ship tomorrow, nor should you. So we're building out the most comprehensive six-month course with over a dozen industry experts that will meet virtually once a week live to answer any questions and create the community necessary to succeed in entrepreneurship while giving you the opportunity to digest the content when it works best for you and your schedule. This first cohort will launch October 3rd. I meet every Tuesday for six months with a few adjustments for the holidays. You'll gain access to the starter kit, six months of content, walking you through everything you need to know how to start your consulting business the right way, in addition to three one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Since this is our pilot program, we're offering what would be a $10,000 investment for $7,000 and payment plans are available as needed. Working with all these experts would cost you well over $60,000 though. So save yourself 50 grand and a few years of trying to figure it out on your own and join us this October for a program that I promise will change your life. Learn more at rixrixmasterclass.com. Now, the other thing that I have started to kind of take a look at is when it comes to our business, 
Yes, each of our businesses is different and each business has different seasonality based off of your audience and the things that you sell and the problems that you solve and all those good things. But the other thing that I've started to realize and I don't have real hard facts and data or research that backs this up, but I'm going to be looking into it because I really think that this is quite interesting. So I want to talk about like the first few years of building your business, right? Um, I think that year four is when things really start to click. So this is my theory. Year one, again, coming back to the seasons of your business. So be gentle with yourself if you're in any of these years right now. Year one is purely survival. Like, is this going to work? Did we stay in business? Did we make enough money to keep this thing going? Okay, great. We did. Awesome. Year two, you have some modest improvements because hopefully you've learned some, some things from year one. You're still working out the kinks. There's still a lot of things that you don't know, um, but you're working through it, right? Year three is the first year that you have three data points, which means you can start to look at averages, right? You can't make any big sweeping statements off of one year of data or even two years of data because there's no opportunity for a real average. But year three is when you start to get three data points and you get to really start to understand the seasonality of your business, business patterns. You start to get some systems in place, um, which starts to increase some efficiency. And then year four, I feel like year four is when, generally speaking, we start to iron out those shortcomings. We get the right butts in the right seats. Um, and you're probably doing enough volume at this point that you're really starting to see the payoff of some of those profits, right? A lot For a lot of us, the investments that we make, you know, you're going to hit a certain profit margin um, up until a certain point. But once you hit a certain scale, then that profit just explodes. And I think that that starts to happen in year four. And then in my theory is that like years five through 10 are growth years based off of the owner's interest, right? So if that point, the the owner is still like, yeah, I'm all in it, let's go. And, and there's probably gonna be some significant growth during those years. But it's also been my experience working with entrepreneurs that between like years five and seven, a lot of them are like, yeah, I don't know that I love this anymore or or it transforms, it shifts or their interests shift and or they start to become less involved in the business and the business just runs so that they can start to do other things. So whether that's like personal things or they wanna travel or you know focus on family or start a new business or whatever it is, they start to, you know, figure out their growth pattern based off of how involved they want to be during those years of time. So I, I bring that up now because I think that those can also be seasons in our lives and our businesses. You know, if you are just getting started right now, you're in growth mode, you're in survival mode. Um, if you're in year two, you're probably still very much in survival mode and just trying to like hang on and, and try to prove the concept, right? Year three, you're starting to get a few things under your belt. You're still probably super dedicated and super involved in the business. And year four is probably one of the first times that you can start to really start to ask questions about the seasonality of your life as well. And I bring this up too, because if you have huge things coming up in your life right now, you may want to consider how that stacks up against the starting of a business or the running of a business or the growth of a business. 
and what you want your time to be in terms of the involvement in that. Now, again, another Dan Sullivan, who not how, you don't have to do everything, but you typically do need money to outsource and delegate some of the things. So if you have money and you have that as an opportunity, great. If you don't, then you might find yourself trying to do a lot of the things, which in some cases is just a necessary evil. And in some cases actually can be more costly than finding the money to hire someone else. So I say all that because as we talk about managing the seasons of our lives and our businesses, I really think that we need to start with ourselves. And this is what I've been really focused on for the last year and a half, almost two years is um, I call it the DNA of success, the definition and alignment of success. We have got to start with ourselves first. We so often start by running a business or starting a business, doing the thing that we know how to do because we need to make money and to pay our bills. And so we start doing that thing, but we oftentimes forget to get really clear on who we are and what we want and what we want out of life because we should be utilizing our businesses to support our lives, not running our businesses and then trying to live our life when we can find the time. And and I don't say this uh, as an accusatory statement at all because I'm far from perfect at this, but I've learned the hard way and I'm constantly working on on adapting this and, and being better at it myself. Um, so for example, I'll take myself as an example. In 2021, um, as if you've been following uh, my journey, 2021 was a very tough year for me. Uh, I realized throughout the year that I had built my agency at the time in a way that it was likely going to need me regularly and consistently for the foreseeable future. Now, that's not to say I couldn't have changed that. I probably could have. But I didn't I didn't really want to do that work anymore. And I didn't want to put in the energy to flip it around. It kind of felt like flipping around the Titanic versus like flipping around a sailboat, which might sound silly to some people because it wasn't a ginormous agency, but it was pretty significant for me. And I bring this up because I knew that uh, at the time, my husband, my now husband, and I had actually just gotten engaged. And I'm not a young spring chicken and we we would like to start a family. And I knew that we would have to be looking at doing that sooner than later. And the fact that I'd been having heart palpitations for the majority of 2021, I was like, mm, not that I'm a doctor or a pregnancy ex- expert, but I feel like that's not what we want to see happen uh, to try to create a baby. And so I just could not see the future that I wanted for myself while running my agency. And I had to make that really difficult decision that I was done and it was time to be done and move on because I could see it for myself and my consultancy. I could see how I could build my time and my services to allow for the life that I wanted. And again, this is just my journey. This is not me pointing fingers at anybody. Everyone's journey is different and you need to do what's right for you. But this was my journey. And so while I'm still building out everything I want to offer with Ray 9, um, I'm very much in like the building stage, the building year right now. 
Uh, and I'm really excited about it and I love doing it. But my hope is that I'll have the majority of the foundation laid and built that I want by the end of this year, that which would be 2023 or the begin like Q1 of 2024. And then I'm looking to run my business. Like I will have done all, a lot of the heavy lifting. I will have gotten into a place that will have gotten the right butts in the right seats. Um, you know, started to establish, reestablish a brand. And in doing so, this new approach will allow me the opportunity to provide small business education and support on a number of uh, one-to-many services so that my time isn't tied up in the one-to-one exchange for time and money, which is very difficult to scale and get yourself out of and create time and space, which for me, I need time and space in order to think and build and learn and create uh, and provide thought leadership in ways that I think are my greatest opportunities to serve. And uh, and I also need time and space to start a family and be able to really give myself that gift of being able to dedicate time and energy to this next season of my life. So as I, you know, reflected back on this, I realized as a lot of people spend, uh, you know, their 20s and maybe even early 30s, the last eight to 10 years of my life have really been focused on building my career, my businesses. And I've had a few major life events sprinkled in Uh, But I would like to, my focus for this next season of my life to be focused on building our family and living life and loving on the people around me and just really grounding down and, and focusing on what really matters most to me and sprinkling in a few additional major career developments. So I love my work and I, I've got so many things I want to do, um, but I'm just trying to shift my my seasons and my focus a little bit. So I think, again, as we wrap this up, what are your seasons? What are your seasons in business? What are your seasons in life? And are you prioritizing your seasons in life? And are you utilizing and leveraging your business to support the life that you want? You know, it's it's not easy, but it is a possibility. It's one of the beautiful things we create for ourselves as entrepreneurs. But so often we forget to tap into it. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm realizing that the years really are flying by. And my fear is I don't want, I don't want to get into my 50s and 60s and be like, oh, now now I can live. I might have a hip replacement by that point. I might have bad knees. I might not be able to climb the stairs to all the cool places I want to see. So I'm really trying to focus on the next season of my life and making sure that my business is supporting what I want for myself. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that, you know, makes you think a little bit about seasons not just in business. Um, And I warmly welcome your thoughts. So if you have any thoughts about that, please, please send them over. Uh, And if you have, uh, if you'd like to share a review, I would very much love, love for you to share your review. Uh, Don't forget to sign up for our 
our ongoing newsletter. You can do that at rixrixnewsletter.com. Um, that comes out on Wednesdays. And yeah, I think that's all I've got for you now. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in asking me questions about running your business, but you're working on a budget and only need a teeny tiny bit of handholding right now, check out the CEO hotline. This is an online community that I'll be managing on a weekly basis, answering questions about running your business. And then we'll have a monthly live Q&A where I'll answer whatever questions you have in real time. Learn more at rixrixceohotline.com. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com. 